The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time, Jesus exclaimed, I give praise to you, Father, Lord of heavens and earth, for although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to the little ones. Yes, Father, such has been your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart, and you will find rest for yourselves. For my yoke is easy, and my burden light. The Gospel of the Lord. Today is a glorious celebration. Glorious as we celebrate the great solemnity of the most sacred heart of our Lord. This beautiful devotion officially harkens back to the 17th century, 1673, to a little nun in France, Sister Margaret Mary Alaco. This private revelation of Jesus revealing his heart to her, in the traditional image of the heart, of course, pierced and aflame. But it shouldn't surprise us, though, should it? The idea that God, of course, loves every single one of us. In fact, the devotion of the revelation of God's love, I mean, harkens back to all the way to the readings today. Especially that first reading, how God chooses, it's this whole story of how the Lord chooses the Jewish people. Not because they were great or mighty, but because they were small, in fact. And how God would raise them up and create a mighty people from them. And the heart, so to speak, is God's love for humanity. It's not by accident that our Lord re revealed himself to sister in France there in 1673. It's not by accident. What would happen in 100 years in France after this? The French Revolution. The French Revolution devastated the Catholic Church in that country. If you go to France today, you visit Notre Dame, or you visit some of those beautiful Gothic cathedrals there in that country. Not many people realize, but we don't own any of that anymore. Notre Dame doesn't belong to us. It belongs to the French government. Because after they had decimated the Catholic Church, killed thousands of priests and faithful Catholics, they confiscated all of our property. 
They rejected the Lord. Or how about in the 20th century? Think now of Sister Faustina, the great devotion of the, sacred, of the, the divine heart of our Lord and the divine mercy. Again, it's not by accident that our Lord appeared to a nun in Poland to reveal again another aspect of his heart. Because what was happening in Poland and what would happen? We're, we're coming out of World War I, the world was gearing up for World War II, and we know what would happen in World War II. The rejection of God by humanity again. And yet, look at the response of the Lord who pours out his heart to humanity, to humanity that is indifferent and outright vengeful against him. Have you ever encountered somebody who doesn't deserve your love? Somebody that has hurt you or couldn't care less about you? What is our initial and, and rightful instinct is? To reject them to discard them and to get completely away from them, to cut them out completely from our life, right? So they don't deserve our love. When you look at the stats today for Christian practice, we're seeing wholesale apathy towards the Lord. Again, you can trace it. From when you were kids, and, and you trace a practice of Christianity, we are dropping like a rock. All, all across our civilization. But the, and I dare even say that what's, our, our task is harder now in the 21st century than it was for the apostles. Because when the apostles began to preach this love of Jesus towards humanity, they never heard the message of Jesus Christ before. They never heard it, brand new. But what's different about our age is that we are trying to preach to a people that have consciously rejected Jesus Christ. Wholesale apostasy. And that's the culture we're trying to preach the love of the Lord to. But then again, 17th century, Sacred Heart of Jesus, Divine Mercy, 20th century, and the message is clear regardless of whatever age we're in. You and I have the great task of loving like the sacred heart of Jesus, which means to pour oneself out in love even when they reject us. See, that's the great message of the sacred heart of Jesus. It is a love that is relentless. They can keep spitting on us. They can keep rejecting us. They can keep hating us. They can keep persecuting us. They can keep making fun of us for our faith. You know what the sacred heart of Jesus and for the Christians who have devotion to it respond? I will love you more. I will not stop loving you. I will keep going and sacrificing and praying. And no matter how much you kill me, beat me down, confiscate my property, no matter how much you reject me. I will keep loving you. That is what Jesus Christ reveals to us in the sacred heart of Jesus. 
That is why it's on fire, this love, which cannot be quenched by hatred. That is why the Sacred Heart of Jesus is always pierced and bleeding and pouring out. This, my friends, is the path why no matter what happens in the world, the Christian always remains hopeful. We just keep on going, just keep on pushing, and just keep on loving. Then we will convert the world. The Sacred Heart of Jesus reveals us beautifully in the Gospel today. The very love of the Trinity.